Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the Haven, which is located in Hyde, Kent, southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We're here, we're here with our visitor and patron saint, uh, Raj Balava, all the way from California. He loves us and we love him. Uh, and Abaya is on a roll, um, doing so many things and taking care of so many people, but he's still hanging in there, more than hanging in there. He's on a roll. So we hope you all had a wonderful uh, festival yesterday for Radhastami. And was it yesterday? Was it, it was yesterday. Time's moving so fast, it seems to be standing still. Hare Krishna. We hope you're all healthy and well. And uh, we know that there's one video that lost the sound when it was uploaded to uh, YouTube. It's an anomaly. None of the other uh, videos have done that. But we have Raj Balaba, the number one detective on the block, working on it. So we'll see what happens. In the meantime, Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram was written by Sanatana Goswami to glorify and enlighten us about the Srimad Bhagavatam's identity. It's wonderful. It goes like this. Sarva Shastram Dipiyusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnadya Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths. You are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Dvandoditaditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavata, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prima Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are, you are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka bando matsangin madguro man mahadana manistadaka madbhagya madanandanamostute My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu saduta dayin atini chochata kada hanamunchagadachin mam premna ritkanta yokspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om namo bhagavate. 
Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we've reached the sixth chapter of the fourth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, Brahma satisfies Lord Shiva. The demigods and sages that were attending the, sac the sacrifice of Daksha uh, after it was destroyed by Lord Shiva and his followers went to Lord Brahma and Lord Brahma has advised them that they need to approach Lord Shiva submissively and beg forgiveness and because he is very easily pleased he will uh, forgive them and restore order in the universe starting with text 30 <clears throat> Lord Brahma is still I think Lord Brahma is still speaking all these atmospheric influences unsettled the forest elephants who flocked together in the sandalwood forest and the blowing wind agitated the minds of the damsels there for further sexual enjoyment so this is a description of Kailas a further description of Kailas they've arrived there and they're amazed at the atmosphere purport whenever there is a nice atmosphere in the material world immediately there is an awakening of the sexual appetite in the minds of materialistic persons this tendency is present everywhere within this material world not only on this earth but in the higher planetary systems as well in complete contrast with the influence of this atmosphere on the minds of the living entities within the material world is the description of the spiritual world the women there are hundreds and thousands of times more beautiful than the women here in this material world and the spiritual atmosphere is also many times better yet despite the pleasant atmosphere the minds of the denizens do not become agitated because in the spiritual world the Vaikuntha planets the spiritualistic minds of the inhabitants are so much absorbed in the spiritual vibration of chanting the glories of the Lord that such enjoyment could not be surpassed by any other enjoyment even sex which is the culmination of all pleasure in the material world in other words in the Vaikuntha world in spite of its better atmosphere and facilities there is no impetus for sex life as stated in Bhagavad Gita 259 the inhabitants are so spiritually enlightened that in the presence of spirituality sex life is insignificant text 31 they also saw that the bathing ghats 
and their staircases were made of Viduria money. The water was full of lotus flowers. Passing by such lakes, the demigods reached a place where there was a great banyan tree. Text 32 That banyan tree was 800 miles high and its branches spread over 600 miles around. The tree cast a fine shade which permanently cooled the temperature, yet, it, there, was, yet there was no noise of birds. Purport Generally in every tree there are bird, birds, bird nests and the birds congregate in the evening and create noise. But it appears that this banyan tree was devoid of nests and therefore it was calm, quiet and peaceful. There were no disturbances from noise or heat and therefore this place was just suitable for meditation. Text 33 the demigods saw Lord Shiva sitting under that tree, which was competent to give perfection to mystic yogis and deliver all people. As grave as time eternal, he appeared to have given up all anger. Purport In this verse, the word Maha Yoga Maya is very significant. Yoga means meditation on the Supreme Personality of Godhead and Maha Yoga means those who engage in the devotional service of Vishnu. Meditation means remembering, smaranam. There are nine different kinds of devotional service of which smaranam is one process. The yogi remembers the form of Vishnu within his heart. Thus there were many devotees engaged in meditation on Lord Vishnu under the big banyan tree. The, the Sanskrit word maha is derived from the affix mahat. This affix is used when there is a great number of, of quantity. Or, so maha yoga indicates that there were many great yogis and devotees meditating on the form of Lord Vishnu. Generally, such meditators are desirous of liberation from material bondage and they are promoted to the spiritual world, to one of the Vaikuntas. Liberation means freedom from material bondage or nations. In the material world, we are suffering life after life because of our bodily identification. And liberation is freedom from that miserable condition life of life. Text 34 Lord Shiva sat there, surrounded by saintly persons like Kuvera, the master of the Guyakas, and the four Kumaras, who were already liberated souls. Lord Shiva was grave and saintly. Purport The personality sitting with Lord Shiva are significant because the four Kumaras were liberated from birth. It may be remembered that after their birth these Kumaras were requested by their father to get married and beget children in order to increase the population of the newly created universe. But they refused. And at that time Lord Brahma was angry. In that angry mood 
Rudra, or Lord Shiva, was born. Thus they were intimately related. Kuvera, the treasurer of the demigods, was fabulously rich. Thus Lord Shiva's association with the Kumaras and Kuvera indicates that he has all transcendental and material opulences. Actually, he is the qualitative incarnation of the Supreme Lord. Therefore, his position is very exalted. Text 35 The demigods saw Lord Shiva situated in his perfection as the master of the senses, knowledge, fruitive activities, and the path of achieving perfection. He was the friend of the entire world, and by virtue of his, virtue of his full affection for everyone, he was very auspicious. Purport Lord Shiva is full of wisdom and tapasya, austerity. One who knows the modes of work is understood to be situated on the path of devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One cannot serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead unless one has achieved full perfectional knowledge in the ways and means of performing devotional service. Lord Shiva is described here as Adishwara. Ishwara means controller and Adishwara means particularly controller of the senses. Generally, our material contam materially contaminated senses are apt to engage in sense gratificatory activities. But when a person is elevated by wisdom and austerity, the senses then become purified and they become engaged in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Lord Shiva is the emblem of such perfection. And therefore, in the scriptures it is said, Vaishnavanam Yata Shambhu. Lord Shiva is the perfect Vaishnava. Lord Shiva, by his actions within this material world, teaches all conditioned souls how to engage in devotional service 24 hours a day. Therefore, he is described here as Lokamangala, good fortune personified for all conditioned souls. Text 36 He was seated on a deerskin and was practicing all forms of austerity. Because his body was smeared with ashes, he looked like an evening cloud. On his hair was the sign of a half moon, a symbolic representation. Report. Lord Shiva's symptoms of, symptoms of austerity are not exactly those of a Vaishnava. Lord Shiva is certainly the number one Vaishnava, but he exhibits a feature for a particular class of men who cannot follow the Vaishnava principles. The Shaivites, the devotees of Lord Shiva, generally dress like Lord Shiva and sometimes they indulge in smoking and taking intoxicants. Such practices are never accepted by the followers of Vaishnava rituals. Text 37 He was seated on a straw mattress and speaking to all present, 
including the great sage Narada, to whom he specifically spoke about the Absolute Truth. Purport The Lord was sitting on a mattress of straw because such a sitting place is accepted by persons who are practicing austerities to gain understanding of the Absolute Truth. In this verse, it is specifically mentioned that he was speaking to the great sage Narada, a celebrated devotee. Narada was asking Lord Shiva about devotional service, and Shiva, being the topmost Vaishnava, was instructing him. In other words, Lord Shiva and Narada were discussing the knowledge of the Veda, but it is to be understood that the subject matter was devotional service. Another point in this connection is that Lord Shiva is the supreme instructor and the great sage Narada is the supreme audience. Therefore, the supreme subject matter of Vedic knowledge is bhakti or devotional service. Text 38 His left leg was placed on his right thigh and his left hand was placed on his left thigh. On his right hand he held Rudraksha beads. This sitting posture is called Virasana. He sat in the Virasana posture and his finger was in the mode of argument. Purport The sitting posture described herein is called Virasana according to the system of Ashtanga Yoga performances. In the performance of yoga, there are eight divisions, such as yama and niyama, controlling the senses, following the rules and regulations, then practicing the sitting postures, and so on. Besides virasana, there are, all, there are other sitting postures, such as padmasana and siddhasana, Practice of these asanas without elevating oneself to the position of realizing the Supersoul, Vishnu, is not the perfectional stage of yoga. Lord Shiva is called Yogeshwara, the master of all yogis, and Krishna is called Yogeshwara. Yogeshwara indicates that no one can surpass the yoga practice of Lord Shiva, and Yogeshwara indicates that no one can surpass the yogic perfection of Krishna. Another significant word is Tarka Mudra. This indicates that the fingers are opened and the second finger is raised along with the arm to impress the audience with some subject matter. This is actually a symbolic representation. Text 39. All the sages and demigods, headed by Indra, offered their respectful obeisances unto Lord Shiva with folded hands. Lord Shiva was dressed in saffron garments and absorbed in trance, thus appearing to be the foremost of all sages. Purport In this verse the word Brahmananda is significant. This Brahmananda or Brahma-nirvana, is explained by Prahlad Maharaj. When one is completely absorbed in the adhoksaja, 
the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is beyond the sense perception of materialistic persons. One is situated in Brahmananda. It is impossible to conceive of the existence, name, form, qualities, and pastimes of the Supreme Personality of Godhead because he is transcendentally situated beyond the conception of materialistic persons. Because materialists cannot imagine or conceive of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they may think that God is dead, but factually he is always existing in his Satchirananda Vigraha, his eternal form. Constant meditation concentrated on the form of the Lord is called samadhi, ecstasy or trance. Samadhi means particularly concentrated attention. So one who has achieved the qualification of always meditating on the personality of Godhead is to be understood to be always in trance and enjoying Brahma Nirvana or Brahmananda. Lord Shiva exhibited those symptoms and therefore it is stated that he was absorbed in Brahmananda. Another significant word is Yoga Kaksham. Yoga Kaksha is the sitting posture in which the left thigh is fixed under one's tightly knotted saffron colored garment. Also the words Manuman Manunam Adyam are significant here because they mean a philosopher or one who is thoughtful and can think very nicely. Such a man is called Manu. Lord Shiva is described in this verse as the chief of all thinkers. Lord Shiva, of course, does not engage in useless mental speculation. But as stated in the previous verse, he is always thoughtful regarding how to deliver the demons from their fallen condition of life. It is said that during the advent of Lord Chaitanya, Sadashiva <clears throat> appeared as Advaita Prabhu, and Advaita Prabhu's chief concern was to elevate the fallen conditioned souls to the platform of devotional service to Lord Krishna. Since people were engaged in useless occupations which would continue their material existence, Lord Shiva, in the form of Lord Advaita, appeared to the Supreme Lord to appear as Lord Chaitanya to deliver these illusioned souls. I'll read that again. Since people were engaged in useless occupations which would continue their material existence, Lord Shiva in the form of Lord Advaita, appealed to the Supreme Lord to appear as Lord Chaitanya, to deliver these illusioned souls. Actually, Lord Chaitanya appeared on the request of Lord Advaita. Similarly, Lord Shiva has a sampradaya, the Rudra Sampradaya. He is always thinking about the deliverance of the fallen souls, as exhibited by Lord Advaita. Prabhu. Text 40. Lord Shiva's lotus feet were worshipped by both the demigods and demons. But still, 
in spite of his exalted position, as soon as he saw that Lord Brahma was there among all the other demigods, he immediately stood up and offered him respect by bowing down and touching his lotus feet. Just as Vamanadev offered his respectful obeisances to Kashyapa Muni. Purport Kashyapa Muni was in the category of the living entities, but he had a transcendental son, Vamanadev, who was an incarnation of Vishnu. Thus, although Lord Vishnu is the supreme personality of Godhead, he offered his respects to Kashyapa Muni. Similarly, when Lord Krishna was a child, he used to offer his respectful obeisances to his mother and father, Nanda and Yashoda. Also, in the battle of Kurukshetra, Lord Krishna touched the feet of Maharaj Yudhishthira because the king was his elder. It appears then that the personality of Godhead, Lord Shiva, and other devotees, it appears then that the personality of Godhead, Lord Shiva, and other devotees, in spite of their being situated in exalted positions, instructed by practical example how to offer obeisances to Brahma, because Brahma was his father, just as Kachapa Muni was the father of Vamana. Text 41 All the sages who were sitting with Lord Shiva, such as Narada and others, <clears throat> also offered their respectful obeisances to Lord Brahma. After being so worshipped, Lord Brahma, smiling, began to speak to Lord Shiva. Purport <clears throat> Lord Brahma was smiling because he knew that Lord Shiva is not only easily satisfied but easily irritated as well. He was afraid that Lord Shiva might be in an angry mood because he had lost his wife and had been insulted by Daksha. In order to conceal this fear, he smiled and addressed Lord Shiva as follows. Text 42 Lord Brahma said, My dear Lord Shiva, I know that you are the controller of the entire material manifestation, the combination, father and mother, of the cosmic manifestation, and the supreme Brahman, beyond the cosmic manifestation as well. I know you in that way. Purport. Although Lord Brahma had received very respectful obeisances from Lord Shiva, he knew that Lord Shiva was in a more exalted position than himself. Lord Shiva's position is described in Brahma Sangita. There is no difference between Lord Vishnu and Lord Shiva in their original positions. But still, Lord Shiva is different from Lord Vishnu. The example is given of milk and yogurt. Yogurt is not different from the original milk from which it was made. Text 43 My dear Lord, you create this cosmic manifestation 
maintain it and annihilate it by expansion of your personality. Exactly as a spider creates, maintains, and winds up its web. Purport. <clears throat> In this verse, the word Shiva Shakti is significant. Shiva means auspicious, and Shakti means energy. There are many types of energies of the Supreme Lord, and all of them are auspicious. Brahma, Vishnu, and Maheshwara are called guna-avataras, or incarnations of material qualities. In the material world, we compare these different incarnations from different angles of vision. But since all of them are expansions of the supreme auspicious, all of them are auspicious. Although sometimes we consider one quality of nature to be higher or lower than another. The mode of ignorance, or tamogun, is considered very much lower than the others. But in the higher sense, it is also auspicious. The example may be given herein that the government has both an educational department and criminal department. An outsider may consider the criminal department inauspicious, but from the government's point of view, it is as important as the education department, and therefore the government finances both departments equally, without discrimination. Text 44 My dear Lord, your Lordship has introduced the system of sacrifices through the agency of Daksha, and thus one may derive the benefits of religious activities and economic development. Under your regulative principles, the institution of the four Varnas and Ashramas is respected. The Brahmanas, therefore, vow to follow this system strictly. Purport The Vedic system of Varna and Ashrama is never to be neglected, for these divisions are created by the Supreme Lord Himself for the upkeep of social and religious order of human society. The Brahmanas, as the intelligent class of men in society, must vow to steadily respect this regulative principle. The tendency in this age of Kali is to make a classless society and not observe the principles of Varna and Asham is a manifestation of an impossible dream. Destruction of the social and spiritual orders will not, will not bring fulfillment of the idea of a classless society. One should strictly observe the principles of Varna and Asham for the satisfaction of the Creator. For it is stated in the Bhagavad Gita by Lord Krishna that the four orders of the social system, Brahmanas, Jatriyas, Vaishyas and Shudras, are His creation. They should act according to the regulative principles of this institution and satisfy the Lord, just as different parts of the body all engage in the service of the whole. The whole is the supreme personality of Godhead in his Virat Rupa, or universal form, 
The brahmanas, chatriyas, vaishyas, and shudras are respectively the mouth, arms, abdomen, and legs of the universal form of the Lord. As long as they are engaged in the service of the complete whole, their position is secure. Otherwise, they fall down from their respective positions and become degraded. Text 45 O most auspicious Lord, you have ordained the heavenly planets, the spiritual Vaikuntha planets, and the impersonal Brahman sphere as the respective destinations of the performance of auspicious activities. Similarly, for others who are miscreants, you have destined different kinds of hell, which are horrible and ghastly. Yet sometimes it is found that their destinations are just the opposite. It is very difficult to ascertain the cause of this. Purport The Supreme Personality of Godhead is called the Supreme Will. It is by the Supreme Will that everything is happening. It is said, therefore, that not a blade of grass moves without the Supreme Will. Generally, it is prescribed that performers of pious activities are promoted to the higher planetary systems. Devotees are promoted to the Vaikuntas, or spiritual worlds, and impersonal speculators are promoted to the impersonal Brahman effulgence. But it sometimes so happens that a miscreant like Ajamio is immediately promoted to the Vaikuntha Loka simply by chanting the name of Narayana. Although when Ajamil uttered this vibration, he intended to call his son Narayana, Lord Narayana took it seriously and immediately gave him promotion to Vaikuntha Loka, despite his background, which was full of sinful activities. Similarly, King Daksha was always engaged in the pious activities of performing sacrifices. Yet simply because of creating a little misunderstanding with Lord Shiva, he was severely taken to task. The conclusion is, therefore, that the Supreme Will is the ultimate judgment. No one can argue against this. A pure devotee, therefore, submits in all circumstances to the Supreme Will of the Lord, accepting it as all auspicious. Tatenukampang susamikshamano bunjana evatmakritang pipakam ridbhag vapurvir vidadanmanaste jiveta yo muktipade sadaya bhag. Bhagavatam 10.14.8. The purport of this verse is that when a devotee is in a calamitous condition, he takes it as a benediction of the Supreme Lord and takes responsibility himself for his past misdeeds. In such a condition, he offers still more devotional service and is not disturbed. One who lives in such a disposition of mind, engaged in devotional service, is the most eligible candidate for promotion to the spiritual world. In other words, such a devotee's claim 
for promotion to the spiritual world is assured in all circumstances. Hare Krishna. That brings to 7.55 and we began a little earlier today. So we'll stop here and we'll start tomorrow with text 46. In the meantime, wait for the, pray patiently for the reflections of the assembled sages for what we just heard. Hare Krishna. A reflection from Braj Balaba. Hare Krishna. <coughs> Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Um, so in tonight's reading, we uh, there was discussion of the fact that the other demigods worshipped Lord Shiva. Mm. Is this uh, is this common that demigods will do this for other demigods, or is mm. this because Lord Shiva is in a special position? Lord Shiva is in a special position. Uh, we heard in the purport, one of the purports, that Lord Shiva appeared as a Dvaita Acharya in the form of Sada Shiva. Sada Shiva is a aspect of Mahavishnu. And he enters the material world through the glance of Mahavishnu. But when Lord Shiva, when Sada Shiva, the glance of Mahavishnu, touches the material energy in the form of Durga, the personification of the Pradhan or the material energy, Prakriti, uh, he changes. Mm. Just like when you take milk and put it, uh, an agent, touch it with a, with a, what is it called, a caustic agent, it turns into yogurt. But it is nothing but milk. Right. So that's Lord Shiva's identity. He's very difficult to understand, Lord Shiva. Very difficult. Because he's a qualitative incarnation of, of Vishnu, of Krishna. Vishnu, uh, you know, Brahma and Lord Shiva are qualitative incarnations. But of the three, Vishnu is supreme. And the others emanate from him. But Lord Shiva is different even than that because he has an eternal form and it's in between the spiritual world and the material world. It's not a Vaikuntha planet, it's not a material planet. It's in between. And therefore his abode, Kailas, in this material world is also very special as we heard many verses explaining just how wonderful and miraculous that place is. So all the demigods they recognize Lord Shiva to be superior. I see. First of all, they saw Lord Brahma. That first of all, they saw Lord Shiva get up in front of Lord Brahma and pay obeisances to Lord Brahma. And Lord Brahma is superior to all of them. Therefore, they understood that Lord Shiva is greater than Brahma. So he's non-different and different at the same time from Lord Vishnu. Just as milk is different and non-different than, I mean yogurt is different and non-different than milk. Hare Krishna.
from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. <coughs> yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all the assembled sages, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. Thank you, dear Maharaj, for your unconditional love, giving us Srimad Bhagavatam Amrit every day. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. And from Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj, Jai Sri the Prabhupada, Jai Sri Bhagavatam. The spiritual dimension becomes within your reach once again. <laughs> She's so clever with words. She's a, you should write lyrics. I guess she is writing lyrics. But anyway, very nice. Thank you. And from Ananda Murti? Yes, Ananda Murti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you so much for today's readings of Sri the Prabhupada's Srimad Bhagavatam. The today's last purport of Tat Te Nukampam was so nice. Quote, when a devotee is in a calamitous condition, he takes it as a benediction of the Supreme Lord and takes responsibility himself for his past misdeeds. In such a condition, he offers still more devotional service and is not disturbed. One who lives in such a disposition of mind, engaged in devotional service, is the most eligible candidate for promotion to the spiritual world. In other words, such a devotee's claim for promotion to the spiritual world is assured in all circumstances. Unquote. The supreme will is the highest. Thank you so much. That was a wonderful selection. She really mined it. That was a wonderful... Thank you very much for that reflection and bringing out that jewel for all, all of us to look at again. Thank you. And this is from Subarao. Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. In Srimad Bhagavatam 4.6.38, Srila Prabhupada summarizes nicely, quote, Lord Shiva is called Yogeshwara, the master of all yogis, and Krishna is called Yogeshwara. Yogeshwara indicates that no one can surpass the yoga practice of Lord Shiva, and Yogeshwara indicates that no one can surpass the yogic perfection <laughs> of Krishna. There you go. Unquote. Daily readings key jai. Jai ho, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. All the details that Prabhupada gives us in the purports, incredible. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Maybe the whales and devotees are recovering from Rathyatra. <laughs> all right, we'd like to thank you all for your lovely reflections. And I'm just counting the minutes until tomorrow night we can sit. Yeah, this is real home for me. 
when we're reading the Bhagavatam to all of you. Srimad, wait, we have some more. From Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for encouraging me in my writing abilities. Yes, I have written lyrics before. Right now it feels that I might be warming up to my writing warming up my writing muscles to write you a long letter sometime soon. Okay, I just sit here in anticipation. Hare Krishna, thank you very much. That's from Pranav. Pranav. Hare Bo. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada and his wonderful books. Kailash is a place for enjoyment by the heavenly beings, but the same place Lord Shiva is meditating, free from feelings of enjoyment. From this I understood that in the same situations there can be degradation or advancement. Yes, it is true that mode of goodness is conducive to devotional life, but it really matters on the consciousness. <clears throat> Hare Krishna. Yes, Srila Prabhupada said that the brothels and bars and other such places uh, are in the mode of ignorance. And um, the cities, mode of passion. And the country, the, the forest or the countryside is in the mode of goodness. But the temples in which there's an authorized deity installed or where pure devotional service is being rendered uh, uninterruptedly is a spiritual atmosphere beyond goodness. So even in as long as we're in the sphere of the material world, within the covering walls of the material world, wherever we are, we can be in one of those atmospheres. We can be in a temple and be in ignorance. We can be in the, in the, you know, in the, in the uh, dirty place and be pure because of our consciousness. So, therefore, as this devotee said, the consciousness is the main thing. If we keep our consciousness always thinking of Krishna, then we can be in the transcendental position wherever we, wherever we are. And that is the goal of Krishna consciousness. To keep ourselves always remembering Krishna. Prabhupada said, somehow or other, just always try to remember Krishna. Whatever you're doing, whatever type of service you have, whatever lifestyle you're in, try to remember Krishna and it becomes all auspicious and a source of not just liberation but a source of eligibility to go back to the spiritual world and be with Krishna and finally be able to repose our love with Him so that we can become happy and everyone else can become happy. Hare Krishna. Another question from Subarao. Yes, Subarao. 
He says, among the four Vaishnava Sampradayas, is the Rudra Sampradaya truly a Vaishnava or a Shaivite Sampradaya? It's a Vaishnava Sampradaya because Lord Shiva, who is the Adi Guru of that Sampradaya, is the best Vaishnava. Try to understand. I don't know how many times we have to hear this. In, this, in these purports that we read tonight about Lord Shiva, it describes that Lord Shiva is always meditating on Lord Vishnu. His Sampradaya takes one back to Vishnu. But sometimes if people worship him in a certain way, then they will go back to his abode. They will go to his abode. Lord Shiva is the best Vaishnava. He's always meditating on Vishnu and therefore his Sampradaya is a Vaishnava Sampradaya. Hare Krishna. And from Sudevi Dasi? Yes, Sudevi Dasi. Hare Krishna. Well, Hare Krishna to you too. Okay. Srimad Bhagavatam ki Jai. Jai. Samabeda Bhakta Vindaki Jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic. We're going to hear now how Lord Shiva forgave everyone, even Daksha. I don't know if we'll hear about it tomorrow, but that's what we're going to be hearing soon. See you tomorrow. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.